What if healing cancer didn't have to be so overwhelming and confusing? What if you could access a higher level of consciousness to accelerate healing? And what if you had a clear roadmap to follow, a path to lead you out of the fear and uncertainty? Hi, I'm Dr. Katie Deming. As an oncologist who's cared for thousands of patients, let me guide you safely through the fog. My Six Pillars of Healing Cancer workshop series is now available, and it's not too late to join. Choose from a range of powerful workshops, each designed to support your healing journey, covering nutrition, emotional well-being, hydration, physical practices, the mind-body connection, and spirituality. Select only the workshops that align with you, or for a limited time, buy the entire bundle and enjoy significant savings. Don't miss this proven holistic roadmap to clarity and deep inner calm to support your healing process. Check the link in this episode's description to learn more and sign up today. Remember, you've got this. listening to the Born to Heal podcast with Dr. Katie Deming. On today's episode, we are continuing our series on the physics of healing. And this is part two, where we will discuss how you are actually an active participant in your reality and how your interaction with everything in your life actually is part of what is created. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to part two on our series of the physics of healing. Last week we talked about the fact that everything is energy and that everything is vibrating and that our vibrations are affected by our emotions. And we talked about some of the things that you can do to help move through contracted emotions that are at a low frequency, like fear, grief, shame, guilt, apathy. And that was from episode two that I cited that you can use the process that I explained in episode two to get move through those emotions. And then that a gratitude journal is a way to put yourself in a more expanded vibration like love. So on this episode, what I want to do is I want to explain how do we even know that this is true? Like, how do we know that we are affecting our reality because I, I I think that maybe it's easy to wrap your head around, okay, we are energy and we're mostly space and and basically we're vibrating and that our f- emotions can affect those vibrations. But it turns out that there are studies that explain how our participation in our universe, impacts what is created and what we experience. And the study that I'm going to talk about today is called the double slit experiment. And the double slit experiment is just looking at the behavior of subatomic particles. So if you remember from last episode, we talked about the fact that quantum physics is simply the study 
of energy or matter at the subatomic level. Okay. And we also talked about the fact that in an atom, those subatomic particles are protons, neutrons, electrons. Okay. So this is what we learned in our physics class in high school and probably never used it again, (laughs) but I'm going to bring you back. And I promise I won't stay at this level for too long, but it's important for you to understand at least that we are talking about in this particular study, we're going to be talking about electrons or behavior of subatomic particles and electrons are the example of the subatomic particle that we're going to use. But it turns out you may have heard this or learned this in your science classes is that subatomic particles like electrons or photons are another example. They can travel either as a wave or as a particle. And you don't need to know much other than that, but they have these distinct ways of traveling um, that have been observed, okay? And the double slit experiment is an experiment where they were just looking at the behavior of electrons. And what they did was they had an two or electron gun that was basically shooting electrons through a barrier. So let's just say the barrier is like a wall. And that wall had two slits in the barrier. And so when they shot the electrons through the two slits, they could see whether the electrons were behaving like a wave or whether they are behaving like a particle. And the way that they would know this is that when partic- or when electrons behave like a wave, they go through those two slits And then they create almost like what you'd see of like two stones that had been dropped into water. Like if you drop two pebbles into water, you'd get ripples that come out. And what happens is is that there's an interference of these ripples that are coming out from the two pebbles. And it creates actually on the back screen, which is where they're recording the imprints from the electrons, it would record this kind of wave-like pattern where there's like stripes basically across the wall, not just two stripes, but like stripes all the way across. And basically this was a sign to them that the electrons were traveling as a wave. And what they found was they would do this this, um, experiment and the electrons behave like a wave. So they were like, okay, you know, in this experiment, in this setting, electrons behave like a wave. And so at one point during the experiment, they decided to take a camera and basically the camera was capturing the electrons going through the slits. And something really strange happened when they put the camera into the experiment. Nothing else was changed. So the way that the electrons were accelerated toward the double slit was exactly the same. Only difference was now they had a camera. And what they saw was that when the camera was introduced, now the electrons went through the two slits. And instead of showing that wave-like pattern of the bands across the wall on the backside, they just showed two, two basically like stripes of the electrons just going through those two slits and just hitting straight on the back as if they were particles, that they're suddenly behaving like particles. And they were like, this doesn't make any sense. But sure enough, they kept repeating. And yes, 
if they had the camera on, suddenly the electrons were now behaving like particles. And so then they did something where they're like, okay, well, maybe if we just unplug the camera and we just have the camera there, but it doesn't actually capture what's going on, we'll see if it's still the same, like they're acting like particles, maybe we'll trick the electrons. This is so funny, right? <laughs> like trying to figure out how this is happening and, and what they can do to change it. And so what they did was they left the camera there, but the camera did not go off in this next set of experiments. And all of a sudden, the electrons were behaving like a wave again. And this experiment has been repeated, I don't know, thousands of times probably at this point. But basically, there is something about the observation of the electrons that changes their behavior from a wave pattern to a particle pattern. And the reason why this is important is that it means that observing reality or observing anything cuz everything in our world is is made up of atoms and subatomic particles at a level smaller than the atom and so everything in our environment is impacted by observation and this is actually one way to explain how two people can observe the exact same thing and have two different experiences of that same experience because what they are seeing is creating a version of reality from their perspective. And that's different than someone else's um, reality. And so The way that I like to think about this, if we tie together this concept that I just taught you, that observation, which we are constant observers, we are constantly observing and interacting with our reality and our environment, if our reality is impacted by our observation, and then we learned on the last episode that we are vibrating, everything is vibrating, and actually what the the frequency of our vibration is impacted by our emotions, it turns out that what changes what we observe in our reality is impacted by our emotional state because our emotional state is creating our frequency and vibration. I'm going to stop. I'm going to say that again. Okay. In our reality, at the subatomic level, the behavior and like reality of our subatomic particles is impacted by observation. We are constant observers of everything in our life, in our reality, in our world. And that our emotional state impacts our frequency and our frequency actually can impact that reality that we see. And I realize that this is something that is almost hard to wrap your mind around, except 
that when you start to look at things like positive psychology and why does that work? Well, it works because quantum physics explains that our frequency, what we vibrate, impacts what is created and what is seen in our life. And so when we can create thoughts that then make us feel a certain way, it changes our vibration and it impacts what we create. And so I think this is why I've said on many episodes that fear is the biggest enemy of healing. And the reason why is because fear, grief, guilt, shame, and apathy as well are the lowest frequency emotions. And those are the emotions that are associated with dis-ease in our body. And so we want to move through those emotions and allow them to flow through us so that we can move up the scale into more expanded and high frequency emotions. I realize that this topic sometimes gets people's heads like a little, you know, confused is probably the best way to say it. And so if you have questions, if you are finding that this is challenging, um, you know, leave a a comment for us so that we know, you know, what is it that we can help you with? You can also follow me. So if you follow me on Facebook, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I'm putting little piece of this pieces of this as well there. Um, but I really want to help you understand um, how physics explains why all these things that I'm teaching that seem superfluous to Western medicine are actually really important in what you create. And specifically, what we want to create is we want to create perfect health and well-being. And so I want to help you understand that so that you guys can really take these concepts and change your life and heal yourself. So I hope this is making sense. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to teach you guys. And I want to hear if this is landing or if you're still stuck. Um, But yeah, I'll see you on the next episode. All right, take care. Hey, this is Dr. Katie Deming. And thank you for listening to the Born to Heal podcast. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and loved ones. Help me create more impact around the world. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram or Facebook and visit katiedeming.com for more information on how to work with me.